one two testing one two and we are on and recording okay i'm uh gonna do this podcast a little bit different this week i didn't plan on putting one out this week to be honest with you i was gonna be lazy about it but still i'm gonna be lazy about it there's gonna be not much editing into this just me pretty much talking shit on what I've been doing the last couple weeks and what I've been looking into and what my plans are and like you give a fuck anyway but it's my therapy session so I love you guys and thank you for listening um well this morning it is Saturday morning I am gonna post this today I'm not going to do any editing with it and sorry for the background noise but I am on my back porch right now uh, about to have my afternoon and bake (laughs) <laughs> with some guava, guava runs that I got and it is some gas and I will do a review on it once I pull out the iPad in a second um, it is my day off today I don't have to work tonight I might go in for some extra hours but let's be real probably not um, I probably will be uh, either uh, walking around smoking some weed talking to some people hustling online making some films doing some edits or recording some shit i don't know i'm writing a poem i like doing my art better and hopefully that turns into a career one day for now i'm just having fun I'm enjoying the ride doing what i gotta do okay so let me tell you guys uh first off um i didn't do a podcast the last couple of weeks um started out i got really sick i uh, thought it was covid and it wasn't COVID. It actually turned out to be one of my uh, teeth, uh, back molar, was infected. Uh, waited too long, got me sick, flu-like symptoms, all that fever. Um, missed the day of work cause of it, but everything is cool now. Went on antibiotics, got the motherfucker pulled, and I am chilling. Back working, whatever, everything cool, and making plans for the future. You know, I've been researching a lot, trying to educate myself at uh, this stage of my life. Um, I have uh, been reading and... Uh, who am I kidding? Reading. I'm listening to the audio version of uh, Thinking Grow Rich, um, it, which is, you know, a super popular book. If you guys haven't, you know, heard of it, Thinking Grow Rich, uh, definitely look, look it up. It's not, you know, people, maybe they, they look at it for the reasons, oh, I'm going to you know, read this book and get rich. It, that's not the reason I'm reading it for. I'm reading it just for the strategy of desire and having, you know, my dreams met, my goals met more as a, like a psych- psychology thing. Of course, money does come along with that. You know, you can't say that, but that's not my main um, drive to read this book and to learn these principles. But let me say, I am about halfway through, and it is pretty fucking fascinating. Now, a lot of it is shit that, you know, you've heard before and different sayings that we, you know, just let fly over our heads. A lot of them are cliches, you know what I mean? But shit, a lot of these cliches are true. A lot of it's biblical truths, you know, belief, faith, you know, has to do with your, your, your desires. Um, you know, and a lot of it come. You know, we we heard it first uh, as the American public uh, in mainstream media from The Secret, the book The Secret. You know how you picture it, you imagine yourself living it. You know, you picture the amount um, uh, four four million two hundred seventy six thousand one hundred two dollars and ten cents. 
I'm going to have that amount. I'm picturing myself already having it. A lot of people just stay on that point right there. They picture themselves having it. They picture the car. They have the picture of the car on the wall. They have the, the home, a picture of the home. Picture themselves dipping their feet in the swimming pool, but have no plan on how to get there. And that's the big thing that a lot of people are missing. Um, and that was a lot uh, that a lot of people took out of the secret and then they left that whole other part on how to get to that point. Yes, that part is very important. The mindset, having a positive mindset, you know, picturing yourself there. Um, but equally, if not more important, is the work, the drive, getting there, you know, putting in the extra hours, you know, the 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hour days, you know, uh, writing, doing things that people don't want to do, reading, studying, educating yourself, um, making yourself vulnerable, you know, um, not having relationships with certain people because you're working, you know, so you, you're giving up. You know, things that are important to most people because of your desire, your dream. You know, so it, there's a lot that goes to it, you know, and that's that's the hard work. Um, and that's what, uh, it's fascinating, though. I'm about halfway through the book, They Can Grow Rich. Famous book, famous book. Um, and um, it's going good, going good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now, but what I've been doing, I guess. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV. Because I beat myself up about it when I do. That's stupid, right? I'll tell you why. Because I feel my life... Maybe I go too hard on myself sometimes. But I feel like I wasted so much time that... What am I getting out of watching TV? Or watching a movie? That's a bullshit thing. So I actually heard something listening to um, Joey Diaz one of my favorite comedians. I was listening to the Joey Diaz podcast uh, this week on Monday. Um, and he was talking about creativity and being a comedian and going through a writer's block um, and, you know, how to get past that. And a story that someone had told him, one of his mentors had told him. And he said, sometimes you just got to go out. You got to entertain yourself. You, know, you got to just lay back, relax, clear your head, watch a movie you know, see some other art, a play, you know, go see a concert. But you need that time, that time to yourself, that time to, you know, and, and that does something. Doing that does something in, in, in your mind. You know, it triggers uh, some creativity or gives you some inspiration in some way. Maybe going to a concert or a music festival or seeing a movie and uh, the great art of the director or, you know, an artist, see an artist's work. You know, see, seeing other art, um, and then, then again, that motivates me. So what I've been doing is I have taken that advice this week, um, and I have been watching some Netflix. I have to say, the show Dahmer glued to the fucking TV. I knocked down those 10 episodes in two days. Okay? And if I wasn't working, I probably wouldn't have knocked it out in a day. And right now, playing in the other room is they, they just put out, I think last night, Dahmer tapes, which were the actual tapes of Jeffrey Dahmer talking from prison. Um, that's playing right now in the other room. I'm going to rewind it and start, start from the beginning, head to this podcast and watch it over because some fascinating and sick fucking shit. First off, 
the show was great. It was directed great, produced great, great acting, great editing, I have to say. Hats off, the Dahmer series. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, now, I also, you know, I, I knew Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer. Um, I knew, you know, about the eating of the victims, but I didn't know how sick this motherfucker really was. Um, I mean, he was he was pretty much creating fucking zombies, human homosexual zombies, which he would take back to his home and drug and, and then hold and then perform lobotomies on them and dismember them and masturbate to their body parts and pour acid into their, into their hands and they, I mean it just goes, goes far this goes far, this guy's a sick demented motherfucker uh, but the actor that played his part did a great job and I'm excited to go and listen to these tapes um, just because it is, you know, the mind is a fascinating thing to me and uh, for you guys that know me, you know, I took psychology and sociology, and I did seven years in prison. Um, so I, I, I got the chance to be around hundreds of different types of people and personalities. And, you know, just it, it fascinates me. The mind fascinates me. And I have my own stories on people that I've met in prison, people that have done things that you wouldn't believe, you know, um, somewhat similar that I've talked to and had conversations with just trying to understand their mindset because at the same time, while I was in prison, I was taking the outside college course of um, sociology. Um, so it was kind of the, you know, I was getting the training while I was taking the course and it was, it just fascinates me. But if you haven't seen it yet, guys, definitely fucking take the time out relax and watch the show Dahmer on Netflix. I'm plugging this fucking show. I have nothing to do with it, but it was a great fucking show. Great show. Um, <clears throat> so now I'm looking for something else to watch after I finish watching these tapes and now I'm going to get back into my work because it did inspire me. inspired me because I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now doing this podcast. Uh, so let me, take a, let me take a hit of some guava runs real quick and I'll give a quick review. <gasps> Guava runs. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about guava runs. First off, guava. It's a sativa leaning hybrid, and that's from the Cookies fam. I'm sorry, guys, about the cars out there today. Like I said, I'm on my back porch. Don't give a fuck. Just hanging out. Ain't, ain't even gonna edit this. Whatever. Sorry about the cars. It is a Saturday morning. But cookies. Yeah, uh, guava. Sorry. It is a sativa leaning hybrid from the Cookies fam, and it's a gelato phenotype. Um, it is very fruity, grassy, and I'm reading this straight from Leafly, so fucking let me stop it. Anyway, Guava Runs is a fairly new strain, I guess, by combining the runs with Guava. And it is a sativa-leaning hybrid, and as you guys can tell by now, that's kind of what I lean towards. You know, my, my medical is sativa-leaning hybrids. Uh, my favorites have been the White 99, um, as I said, the OG Kush, Trainwreck, um, GG4. You know, I go for sativas or sativa-leaning hybrids. Not really much of an indica guy. I mean, I will at night sometimes. You know, I'll, I'll smoke a thick indica, knock me out, you know. But I'm usually going for throughout the day, 
the sativa leaning hybrids and the guava runs is fucking fantastic and it's beautiful beautiful fucking buds green trichomes everywhere fucking it's got got purplish tint to it i mean these buds are fresh and they taste fucking good and they give a great feeling great body high fucking mood great um you know states online as far as medical purpose depression anxiety i could totally say that is true um i am not depressed right now i have a happy outlook i'm not anxious i am feel creative i feel in touch i feel in the now um wish the cars weren't so loud out there hope it's not bothering you guys but like i said i'm just hanging out um, so that's what I'm smoking right now, guava run. So what was I talking about before that, Dahmer, and how it's important to entertain yourself sometimes for, you know, the self-care, you know, you know, yes, if you want to make something of yourself, if you have uh, goals and aspirations and dreams, you have to work your fucking ass off. Um, but what I learned is don't do it enough to burn out. You know, I mean, yes, work, work your ass off five days a week, maybe 12 hours a day going towards your goal and working maybe 13, 14, 15 hours if you need to. But take those two days and entertain yourself, watch a movie, you know, because what started happening to me is, I, you know, I was doing fine, working, everything. But I started to get that block and that writer's block when it came to my poetry and my next move um, and my content and then I happened to see the morning Joey Joey Diaz podcast. Um, and I think that was on Monday. And I was like, wow, okay. So let me give myself permission to actually relax and not be working or not have to be working on something, whether it's my project or work or, you know, any anything that, you know, is is my work, you know. But let me give myself a chance to actually relax and just consume. Uh, you know, some content, which I, I stay away from, to be honest with you. I stay away from consuming a lot of content um, because I work on content um, and I use it, you know, the platforms to my advantage in that way. Um, so I gave myself permission to entertain myself and to just relax, not think about work, not think about my projects, just to consume, watch some Netflix, watch the great 10 episode, you know, uh, series Dahmer and I'm going to give myself permission to do that again today after I do the podcast um, and then I am going to do some work later so I am going to give myself a permission to do that for a portion of the day today um, <laughs> but uh, what else is going on so uh, uh, Pierce Morgan he had Andrew Tate on the show a couple days ago they let out a clip of it I think it was two days ago and YouTube blew up because everybody was from that five-minute clip just, you know, making videos on it. So they got probably a million downloads from that five-minute clip, probably billions, who knows. And then Pierce Morgan, like a genius, they put the episode out uh, two days later. So the episode actually aired yesterday, and I got a chance to watch it. Pierce Morgan made some really ridiculous points, I have to say. Um, I'm... I am an Andrew Tate fan. I am pro Andrew Tate. Yes, he does say many things I don't agree with, um, but you also have to look at where he's coming from, what he was trying to do, blowing up online, and you know, just it, 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 also a lot of people just they don't have a sense of humor anymore. You know, everything has to be an issue. 
Um, and so you have to look at that and you also have to look at the fact that he got canceled and uh, the people that got canceled and it, the type of people that are getting canceled. The Taliban has a, an account on Twitter. Let me just leave it at that, okay? So anyway, Pierce Morgan, you know, Andrew Tate, you know, they went back and forth for about an hour and Pierce Morgan basically made some really invalid points, did his uh, classic Pierce Morgan move of not letting the other person talk and constantly cutting them off and jumping in, and Andrew Tate hand handled it very, very well, and it was actually very, very funny, and um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I would advise you guys to, to go take a look at it, Pierce Morgan, Andrew Tate interview. Um, it, it really kind of, kind of puts Pierce Morgan in his place. So Pierce Morgan tries to set him up, throw, throws all types of weird shit and scenarios and things that have nothing to do with him at him. And it, it, it's just, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. But you could definitely see the intelligence of the two men in the interview and it going back and forth uh, like a game of checkers between two. You know, I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. I got that guava kicking in now. All right. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, besides that, work, educating myself, thinking, grow rich. Um, that is part of my education. So I try to break my day down into sessions. Um, now, that's what I do. I'm working towards scheduled sessions of blocks of time. Because as I get older, I don't know if this is just getting older or this should just mean my mind going crazy. Um, but I feel like the days are going by super, 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 super fast. And I'm like, damn, damn, damn. Every day I feel like I didn't get enough done or I didn't, you know, accomplish enough or, you know, I, it, it's just the day's over. And here's another day. Um, so my goal is to slow down the days, calm myself down, because I know a lot of that is my crazy perspective. So slow down. Everything's okay. This is what I'm telling myself. This is what I tell my crazy fucking mind every day. Um, and then I write down on a piece of paper. Okay, so today I'm going to wake up at 7 o'clock. Not going to touch my phone 7 to 8. I'm going to drink a cup of coffee, go outside, think, meditate. Then I'm going to grab my phone. And then from maybe 9 to 10.30 is some education time. And that's the time I'll look at some news. I'll, you know, go look at the Joe Rogan podcast. I'll look at Joey Diaz podcast. I'll look at, you know, see what's going on and uh, what's trending on on, uh, on fucking TikTok and all that. You know, that's the time I'll, I'll educate myself. You know, world news, global news, all that during that time. Um, that's some education time, daily education. Then from there, from 1030 to about... 11.30, I'll have a small breakfast in that amount of time, um, and I will work on some content. Uh, from that time, I'll have my wake and bake, I'll work on making some content, uh, filming some things, writing down some ideas, um, and from there, 11.30 to 12.30 is my workout time. Um, and I commit myself then, right now, it's either doing push-ups, um, or going on a jog, basically one or the two, because I'm just getting back into it fully, but I'm forcing myself to do it for the full hour, whether I'm going on the treadmill or whether I'm going outside. and do. I have done some squats, that too, okay? Um, so push-up, squats, and running, a jogging, 
running. But uh, yeah, so and I've been doing that four days a week consistently. I'll say about the last three weeks now. But I'll write that down in the morning and make myself do that. And I said, I said something about this on the last podcast, you know, and that's something because then if I don't do it, I feel like an asshole the rest of the day. So it's forcing myself to do things and it's working with other things in my life too, like money. Um, like, okay, I'm going to save this amount of money. Okay. This week. Now, when I go over that week and buy a little more weed, like a fucking idiot, then I get pissed off at myself for a day and then I'm like, fuck, and I don't do it again. I'm learning from my mistakes, learning from my mistakes. Or I have to work more. I punish myself, make myself work an extra day that day to make up for the money. You know? I'm learning how to live like an adult, I guess, basically. Fucking shit. (laughs) But anyway, what was my point with that? Where where was was I going? I was giving giving myself time, self-care, entertainment, my schedule. My schedule. Um, So I work out time then. And then I have like about 12, 12, 30 to 1 where I'll just wind down. Um, and then I will go back to the TV and that will be, I'll go through again, see what's going on, entertainment, different ideas, uh, kind of get from that, um, and different podcasts. I'll check out, you know, Lex Friedman, big fan of him. Um, you know, what I have been lacking is the direct meditation time. Um, I'm still, I am still trying to tweak the schedule to get as much done as I can. So about one thirty. Then I go to my social media, and from 1.30 to about 2.30, I'm working on engagement, social media, um, and those times will vary. Sometimes that time will switch from my workout time, and I'll work extra on it, sometimes less, sometimes more, um, and then I go to work. Then I go to my job from uh, 3 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. midnight. I work. Come back from work, start winding down, work on the social media a little bit, another 30, 40 minutes maybe, uh, do a little bit of content maybe, if I am inspired to, and then I wind up just winding down, doing my nightly cap, that's usually when I put my indica in, my heavy indica, I smoke on and I pass out and I go to sleep, usually watching fucking Intervention or something like that on Netflix, you know, so that's been my days and it's working out and I'm trying to schedule myself where I can accomplish the most in the amount of time that I am awake and be the most productive while still having the most rest and self-care and balance, which I've been fighting for my whole fucking life, balance and patience, um, which is something and discipline. I'm trying to master these things. And for somebody like me, it's no easy feat, guys. Now, I haven't had a chance uh, this season to give my life story and all that shit, but I'm going to. I'm going to you know, give it on YouTube and all that, but, you know, I've been through some shit, man. You know, I, you know, I was born in New York, raised down here, South Florida, doing the whole fucking pill epidemic. You know, I got caught up in that doctor shopping at... 22 years old, getting prescribed thousands of pills per month, which was a fucking scam in its own. Doctors didn't give a shit. It was a madhouse down here. I got caught up in that whole whole Oxycontin thing. Uh, struggled with that my whole life. Physical pain as well. Ended up going to prison over that. 
doing seven years in prison, coming out. Seven years I did was crucial to mention that because when I went into prison was when the first iPhone was coming out. And I got out in 2019. So think about what happened in the world during that time. Fucking politics completely changed. You got Trump come in the picture. Um, Trump was president when I got out. So, you know, the, the nation was divided. Fucking technology boomed. And I didn't know what the fuck I had in my hand that they were calling a phone and what to do with it. And then I met a bitch in work release and ended up, sorry to say it like that, I met a girl in work release, which was a very bad idea to meet a girl in prison and expect it to go well, especially when she's married and has a two-year-old in the same state. Uh, but, you know, me, being the smart human being I am, it was like, you know, it's a genius idea to bring this girl home from prison and to <laughs> send her to my mom's home, home two weeks before I get home and, you know, and then fall in love with her and have a relationship with her for two years and actually think that's going to fucking work out. Well, it didn't work out. So I started the Tragic America Project. We fell apart, obviously. She went back to her husband and daughter, thankfully. I shouldn't have even been in that situation. Um, but, you know, I truly believe everything does happen for a reason, and I do have love for her. Um, and um, we were both at different places in our lives at that point. That you have to understand, we were at very vulnerable positions, both coming out of prison, both not knowing what we were going to do with our lives, both shit... You know, it's... And he had a lot of hormones going, too. You have to, on my end, keep in mind, I didn't... I wasn't physically with the girl at that point for seven years. So, think of it like that. Um, you know, I'm not saying I was just with this girl for sex. I, I did love this girl. But, you know, then I got to question, what is love? You know? And I got to question her. I got to see her, really see her, not question her, but really see her and see the person she was. And it made me question her, and I was right. And I shouldn't have been surprised about that because I was doing something wrong. But, what did I say? Thinking with the wrong head, they call it, right? Getting my heart confused with my fucking head. Both, whatever, all that was going on. Didn't work out. Um, and uh, I started the Tragic America Project. I had a little bit of a breakdown after that, not related to that, um, as I talked about in the first episode. But everything's good now, man. You know, it's a year, a year after that, and I have a great job. I'm doing the podcast. I'm learning, educating myself. I'm putting these things into practice because with learning it is great, guys reading it, learning it, all that is great, but if you don't put the shit into practice, then there's no fucking point in wasting the time, so I have been forcing myself to put certain things into practice, these things that I've been learning, you know, the philosophers I've been listening to, the my role models that I listen to, you know, and putting these things into practice, looking at myself, my faults, you know, journaling, writing the things down. Um, you know, everything I've been saying, I've been doing. And uh, I have to say, I've been feeling better and looking better as a result of it. And, you know, it's just still the process of learning balance, of learning patience, of learning 
life, of this crazy fucking world that we're in today. You know, there's nuclear threats going on right now, man. Shit. That's another thing, man. We got them, them with the conspiracy theories. You got, yeah, I just think, is that real? Or are they just trying to... You never know anymore, but shit's serious. You know? And um, who knows what times we're going into. But I try not to focus on that. You can't focus too much on that. Like I said, I do fall down that fucking rabbit hole. But you can't focus too much on that. Because if you do, you go fucking crazy. So, do you. Because we don't know where we'll be tomorrow. Make yourself happy. I'm not saying quit your job. Like I was talking about last episode. I'm in the process of lining up my work, my career, with my desires. So, for me, I have the perfect hours. I work nights. 4, uh, 4 p.m. to 12 a.m., which many people maybe would not like to work those hours. For me, it's perfect because I get to work on Tragic America Project all day, and I have time at night. What am I willing to sacrifice for that? I'm willing to sacrifice my time, my energy, sleepless nights, relationships with people, going out, because I'm devoting my time to work and my future and my project. A lot of people wouldn't want to do that. A lot of people couldn't do that because they have, you know, families already at this point. I don't because of the situation of my past. Do I regret my past? Do I regret going to prison? I regret what happened. But I believe if I did not go to prison, I would probably be dead. I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have the perspectives that I do today on life. I wouldn't be alive. No, that's for sure, actually. The more I think about it, I wouldn't be alive the way I was going. I had a very, very bad habit, guys. I was doing, at my height, at my worst, I was doing 25 oxycodone, 30 milligram pills a day. And 10, no, 10 to 15, 2 milligrams Xanax bars a day. At the height of my addiction, before I went to prison. I was seeing five doctors a month. My ex was seeing two doctors a month. I had another guy, you know, my dealer that I was seeing. That he was fronting me 150 pills a day. I had sponsoring people. It was a fucking circus down here in Palm Beach and Broward County. You know, even asked people growing up about, about how it was here back then with the pills. And, and that led into the fentanyl crisis that we have now. I have seen Oxycontin ruin families turn people that were you have never would never think would be an addict into losing their home their businesses completely destroying families while one fucking family got rich off of it that doesn't even live in the United States shit there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on in the world but that's what I'm saying you know you, you, you gotta you gotta research things you gotta I wish I would have known what I know now when I was younger. I wish I would have had that perspective. But then again, like I said, I wouldn't have had this perspective if I didn't go what I went through. And I went through fucking pain. A lot, a lot of pain. A lot of it was self-inflicted. But nevertheless, I went through a lot of fucking pain. But going through that saved my life. 
So, you know, it might sound crazy to people, but I won't trade that in. And I will get more into that with you guys, man, because I have a lot of stories. I have a lot of prison stories. I have a lot of, um, you know, stories that about certain things that happened that changed my life when I was in prison. People I met there. Some crazy fucking stories about people I've met there that, you know, you wouldn't fucking believe. And some of these people, man, you you have this view. People, you know, before I went to prison, I had a view of what prison was and, you know, what the people were like in prison. Um, and let me put it this way. In the three, in, in the seven years that I was in prison, I've maybe encountered three people that were the epitome of evil. That just you could sense when they walk in the dorm, just the evil radiating from them and they change the vibe in the whole dorm. And then I spoke to murderers that just were not, they weren't evil, you know? And, it, and saying that is weird, but, it, you know, I'll get more into that, you know, but I got to learn the minds of many people. Um, and um, let's put one of my best friends in there, was in there for doing a horrific, horrific murder. And I'm not going to mention his name now or get into it, but I will get into it more. Um, but, you know, I got to spend a lot of time with this person. This was a normal soccer dad, you know, never got in trouble. And then 38 years old, series of events happens and a fucking horror movie fucking erupts. Decapitation. All I mean, I don't even want to get fully into it right now, like I said, but you would never think of it talking to this guy. And I spent two years with him. I got to learn him. And I got to see certain things. And hear certain things. And I have my own opinions. But point is, nothing is what it seems. You know, people have a view on, on uh, things. I had a view on prison until I went to prison. And saw that, you know, 80%, 90% of people in there were in there either for drug charges or... You know, there were mental cases. And there was only maybe 5, 10% that were, you know, evil, evil people. You know, it wasn't until I got on Instagram and started talking to people to all over the world and seeing different perspectives on, on life to see, wow, I was wrong about, you know, having that, you know, thinking that about that person or having that pre, you know, you know what the fuck I'm saying prejudgment because there's so many perspectives man and this and you have to consider them you have to consider them not jump the gun because we're not always right we're not always wrong it's usually somewhere in the middle and that's the thing you know it's sad man my uh cousin Michael, he's homosexual. Not that that has anything to do with this, but um, he had some uh, he had some really really liberal views. Um, very very anti America, um, and he lives in Soho in Manhattan. Now we grew up together, literally in the same house. Grew up together. Um, my mom, his aunt, was a mother to him. My father was literally a father to him because his father left uh, when he was a baby, and. Um, him and my mother, he won't even speak to my mother now because my mother was a Trump supporter at one point. 
that's how crazy the world was when I got out. Literally, families were not speaking to each other over politics. Man, life is short, guys. I try not to hold grudges. I try not to go to sleep at night if I'm in an argument with somebody. Because you never know if you're going to wake up that next morning. If the other person is going to wake up that next morning. You know, and just to fight over politics where both sides don't give a fuck about you. I don't know, man. I mean, y'all do your own research. I did. You know, I got out to one side of my family full-on Republican, one side of my family full-on Democrat. And I did the research for myself and I came out to my own conclusion. Um, That's all bullshit. We've been lied to for many, many years about many, many things. And fuck, fuck, what are you going to do? It's not like you're going to change the system. You find the thing inside of you, your desire, whatever it is that you love, and you express yourself. You find that is your art, and I don't care what it is. I said this many times. Uh, it could be growing marijuana, it could be painting, it could be uh, construction, uh, it could be playing piano, guitar, it could be making um, cakes, specialty cakes, DJs, whatever it is. Find your art, your passion. Whatever you love and fucking do it. And don't take everything so fucking serious, guys. We live once, especially if it's family, man. Especially if it's over politics. You know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But I'm working on all these things. As I say, I'm. a reel the other day that I made and uh, it was just saying in the reel you know it was basically it was Andrew Tate talking he was saying in the reel like that he's conscious of every day you know of enjoying just every moment you know looking outside while you're stopped at a light and looking at the the sun and just enjoying every moment being conscious not knowing when you're going to die but just just being conscious of every moment living in the now um which i have trouble doing you know i'm a worrier um, i have anxiety i've battled that my whole life um and after i made that real i had to listen to that over and over again just because it inspired me <coughs> Because 99% of the time, 100 or 100% of the time, everything's okay right now. You know, what is it that I'm worried about? Oh, I'm worried about that, that something might happen to my mom, or I'm worried about, you know, this trip, or I'm worried about, you know, this promotion, or if my boss will like me. Or There's nothing going on right now. Everything is fine. And I have to remind myself that. And sometimes I think we all need to remind ourselves that, you know, to be grateful for what we do have, how far we have come, and how far we can go. 
know, last year, as you know, as I said before, I was on the brink of suicide. I didn't, did not think I would be talking right now. But there's ways out. Small steps add up. And I have a long fucking way to go. Trust me. But I'm getting there. And y'all are helping me. Along with this fucking weed. <coughs> and the support of my family. <coughs> and therapy. <coughs> and working out. All of that. The balance. <coughs> More in news today. So, I don't know, I quickly glanced behind the TV and I saw something about uh, Hunter Biden getting charged or something by the FBI, uh, something to do with tax charge or something, you know, I guess, you know, I don't know if it's about the laptop, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I didn't really watch it because I don't really give a fuck about it anymore, but um, looks like the FBI is charging him with something, I mean, I guess they kind of fucking have to, I mean, they're not going to charge him with, you know, whatever, fucking raping little Chinese girls or anything like that, but he'll, he'll get a tax charge, probably do a fucking 90 days in uh, luxury rehab, and that'll be over with, but I'm gonna study more on that subject and talk about that on the next podcast, too, um, for now, I got no, nothing else much to say, I don't want to bore you guys too much, um, like I said, I'm not gonna edit this, just gonna throw this out there, uh, there is a friend that I am talking to, um, about me and my partner on the podcast. Um, now, <coughs> I'm not going to give anything away, any hints, any clues, anything like that. I will say she is female. Um, I think it would be cool to have the female dynamic on here. Um, and uh, I think our viewpoints will be fun. And I think we could have some fucking fun. So uh, I hope you all have a great week. And don't judge me. I made this outside. I did not edit. And I'm going to throw this on here right now and load it up. And have a wonderful motherfucking Saturday.